Hello and welcome to the PR department. You're through to your host, Katie Braden, and welcome to episode 10. Episode 10. Um, so I was thinking long and hard about what I wanted to talk about this episode and something that was really on my mind was the difference in events kind of like post you know in this post-covid world uh obviously we have gotten used to digital events zoom events and now we're kind of in this weird transition period where in-person events are live and kicking like i've seen so many the past few weeks it seems to be like multiple every day um and how that kind of works um and then as i was delving into this topic um i've kind of been making notes on it for like a couple of weeks and and over that couple of weeks, um, Coachella happened. And I think that is like the prime example of an in-person event coming back after COVID. Because obviously we haven't had Coachella since uh, 2019. Um, and boy was it different like it was so different this year so I thought in line with that topic we would kind of delve into Coachella um, and use it as a bit of a case study so going back to sort of predating 2019 Coachella has always been known as this like super cool like event to be at out in the desert in LA very like high celebrity presence um I mean before the age of the influencer I'm coining that term no I'm not it's literally a term used by everyone um before you know influencers kind of roamed the earth uh Coachella was very much like dominated by celebrities and I think it was very much like who could do the most with their outfit and it was like a huge kind of like PR opportunity kind of the same as like we have like Glastonbury in the UK and you know we we've all we all remember the Kate Moss kind of like Glastonbury photos of the era and the Alexa Chungs and you know Florence and the Machine walking through Glastonbury and like they're covered in Vogue because their outfits are so incredible like it's a kind of a PR opportunity for those celebrities and those people in itself in itself in itself um so yeah Coachella was very much the same thing you know celebs would like turn looks and there was almost like this thing that it was a PR opportunity to get pictures and to be featured online for your outfit um you know good and bad so they would always like do the most um from a celebrity perspective um so yeah it was ruled by celebrities. Then we kind of get this like trickle of culture where I think that influencer culture is hugely influenced by celebrity culture. And I think there's an underlying like want to have that kind of like celebrity status. And influencers are kind of like and this is going to sound awful, but I'm just trying to explain it in the most straightforward way as I can. Not all influencers, but I think a lot of influencers have kind of had a taste of that, like, what it is to be a celebrity. Like, people knowing your name, like, maybe getting papped, um, you know, getting all this free stuff, like, working with brands, you know, all that kind of thing. Like, it's stuff that celebrities would do. So, influencers are kind of experiencing it on a smaller scale. Um 
so yeah, there's kind of a trickling culture. So if we come back to Coachella, um, what I was just saying about like celebrities like doing the most with their outfits, it's a PR opportunity, like it's a content opportunity. Coachella sort of like 2018, 2019, you know, when influencers are rife, um, there was this huge thing of who could do the most with their outfit, like who could get the most amazing content. And it would be like, basically like a giant content party for influencers. Like they would go, get their content brands would um take them to Coachella because they would have like the ROI for Coachella would be huge they'd make loads of sales on whether it be like clothes hair vitamins etc etc whatever it is um so brands would focus on it influencers would, fo- would focus on it and it would be almost like the Christmas of the influencer world in LA cool so now we have all of that uh context we can get into what happened this year which was super different to the festival that we were looking at in 2019 so obviously we've had covid um we've had sort of like the launch not the launch but the um the evolution of tiktok um the evolution of influencers like a lot has changed culturally when you actually think about it in terms of that like influencer marketing space um you know who's in it how it operates like how people are coming up how many people there are like how oversaturated it is um I think that's one thing that I noticed straight off the bat there were so many influencers so many I was like is this festival actually just exclusively influencers or are there actually like normal people there as well because there were so many influencers it was crazy um but then that makes me think like obviously everybody's going there to get content but they're all getting the same content so then because there's so many people there getting content that content then has a lesser effect because it's like just mass produced like your picture in front of the ferris wheel is no longer special because there's like a hundred other influencers who have the same picture so it's kind of the tables are kind of turned from it being like this huge like content farming experience to how the hell am i going to make my content interesting in a sea full of content that all looks the same so that was one thing that I know is straight off the bat and have the almost like real life coverage of the festival which we have kind of seen on like Instagram stories but we got a whole new view with TikTok um which we haven't had before and it kind of made me realize so (laughs) the TikTok the people who were kind of like new influencers who went to Coachella because like it's the influencer thing to do was a kind of general consensus of like people are actually not having a good time um a lot of the time it's because they don't actually like music festivals and they probably wouldn't have gone to a music festival had it not been Coachella like that's a big part of it but obviously Coachella is in the desert it's dusty it's hot um there's lots of walking it's long days like yes you know people who have been to festivals before you'll know that that's like a given but I think as an influencer who's going to Coachella and I say it like that because it's presented a certain way um I think maybe it was a bit of a shock for some people and there was a lot of to be frank like moaning going on about that um yeah so you're seeing this like onslaught of live commentary which made me realize that there's been like a kind of like huge cloud of marketing around Coachella for years and years and years in a sense that 
pre-COVID, um, pre-TikTok, we had this like real Instagram version of the festival. So like a real idealized, over-edited, um, you know, like curated version of what this festival is. And now with this live commentary via TikTok, we're kind of seeing that that isn't the case. So we've kind of like been sold the dream that kind of isn't real and obviously yes that comes down to it being a festival in the desert we get it but it shines a light on kind of how Instagram influencers portray things versus real life like there's a huge kind of like whimsical nature to it where it's kind of like not reality we're definitely we were definitely being sold a dream and I think TikTok kind of blew that wide open this year um because we were able to see like the real thing and there the the struggles I mean obviously this is a lot of like first world problems but you get what I mean let's talk about the celebrities then like the OGs kind of like rulers of Coachella super surprising this year um, and also really refreshing to see like celebrities had a kind of opposite attitude towards the festival they just wanted to get in not be noticed and get out and just enjoy the festival like there was barely any like quote-unquote looks from celebrities like a lot of them turned up in like vest tops and jeans and like very very dressed down and casual like which you kind of would expect from a festival in the desert like let's keep going back to that fact but you wouldn't expect based on the celebrity and influencer culture that we've seen kind of predating 2019 so that was kind of a surprise it was also quite interesting after seeing like everybody's uh, like celebrities day one looks let's go back to the point that I made earlier about celebrities Um, how celebrities function and what celebrities do kind of trickling down into influences and what they do and how it is kind of dictated by celebrities for the most part so there was kind of this like mass scramble after day one where I think influencers were like oh my god my outfits are way over the top Hayley Bieber's wearing a vest there was that there was certainly like that vibe like they'd gone with these really really over the top like looks like they were there to turn looks um and then kind of realized that celebrities were doing the opposite and then thought oh god like how can I tone down this look because it's not the vibe um I think that was quite apparent after day one there was kind of like a big shift and people going like oh my god I need to tone this down um which was interesting again I don't really have an opinion on it I'm kind of just like commenting on it out of interest it kind of like um backs up the theory that kind of celebrity culture trickles down into what then whatever influences do so yeah in terms of a um in terms of PR let's talk about it from that perspective because we are in the department PR department um so we had celebrities dressing down and basically I heard someone on YouTube um I can't remember who it was, describe it as um, fashion week in the desert, um, which I thought was like such an amazing summary of like how this used to be. Like from a PR perspective, Coachella was a very, very similar event to fashion week. Like you get all your looks and you plan to be papped and you're going to this event and that event and you plan to be seen and you're going to get all this content. And, you know, that is the vibe. Like it's, it's actually exactly the same as fashion week if you think about it from that PR perspective. Um, so yeah, fashion week in the desert 
as I said earlier, um, how it would usually work, it's obviously like you get papped, you get your content and then you end up on like best dress lists or like, you know, you have the how to get your hair or how to get your makeup, you know, what clothes you're wearing, link, 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 click, 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 marketing, Um, you know, so that's kind of the deal, exactly the same as Fashion Week if you want to think about it like that. So um, let's talk about like some of the deals and how it works. So this would have been like a PR event, used to be a PR event for a lot of celebs and influencers and brands. Um, I also watched somebody else's video where they were talking about like they really wondered um, what the ROI was looking like this year for influencers and for brands because obviously like a lot of influencers go because brands take them or invite them which means that they pay for their ticket and their travel and whatever but because of the oversaturation and the kind of like weirdness where like it almost like lost its coolness overnight like I wonder if those brands got the same return on investment that they would have back in like 2019 because I really don't think they would have because honestly like I saw a lot of Coachella content but I wasn't engaged with it and I don't think people were really engaged with it I think people were more engaged with like the drama that was happening behind the scenes um which we'll go into obviously I cannot talk about Coachella without talking about Revolve Fest yeah we'll get into that um but yeah I really would love to know what the ROI looked like and moving forward if brands will actually continue to take influencers to Coachella based off of the ROI that we've seen this year like is it worth it for them anymore like I think next year we're going to see an even bigger shift because I think this year it probably really didn't pay off so we're going to see a lot more people a lot less people going and maybe a lot less like brand trips exactly the same as like we don't really see like the big um, brand trips anymore like Benefit going to Hawaii or like Tarte going to wherever like we're not seeing that and that's because there's been a culture shift and I think that culture shift will reach Coachella maybe for next year so that's a bit of a prediction um so yeah Coachella would usually be classed as a brand trip so I wonder if that spend like usually if you if you had a brand go into Coachella like they would make a load of sales like so they would hit their ROI but I do wonder if any sales were made because vibes were off vibes were certainly off so speaking of vibes being off let's talk about revolve shall we because i feel like if we're talking about pr marketing coachella like that is the elephant in the room so to quickly summarize like i'm not going to go too much into it because i know like everybody has spoken about this so you probably already know but revolve fest is a festival outside of coachella um, but close to Coachella so within the same space so it was like an additional event that you could go to um, kind of like if we're if we're likening it to fashion week kind of like a fashion week after party um, where like it's attached to fashion week but it's not like the main event so it's called Revolve Fest. Um, they had a huge space. I think their capacity was like um, 2,500 people or something like that. Um, and it was for influencers. So I've been looking into like the deal, the, the deals behind this fest because um, it's weird. So basically they had like major, major celebrities there. They also had artists performing. Like I know they had like Jack Harlow on the second day or whatever, which was like quite a big thing. Um, but they had inf- uh, celebrities there. So for example, Kim Kardashian literally posted like a picture of her standing 
in like in front of the revolve sign like I would love to know how much that cost like how much did that cost because like that like that would have been in the millions a hundred percent so you have like Kim obviously there being paid to be there like there's no way she's like people are like oh but maybe she just wanted to go no 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 they don't go anywhere unless they're paid and they don't post unless they're paid so that would have been a huge deal then you have like top, top, top tier influencers who have already been working with Revolve, um, who then would have probably, and I'm speculating here, been paid to be there. So they had their own little like VIP section. So again, like now we're getting into the weirdness of it all because there's so many influencers. You're now having like elite influencers in VIP. And then you have like everybody else who are also influencers. They're not like normal people, just like basically being like normal people. So there's like extra tears to this now. It's it's crazy. Um, so yeah, you've got Kim being paid a ton. And then I think the deal for influencers who weren't like the top tier influencers who may or may not have been paid to be there, but definitely wouldn't have had to have paid to have gone, was that they could have um, £2,000 credit to spend on Revolve. So that's not a payment, that is a credit to spend on Revolve, which then in turn, obviously they would promote the clothes. Um, But this was all contracted, which I find super, super interesting. So I think their contract was like, they had to post like X amount on their feed, they had to do X amount of content, X amount of stories. So one thing I wanted to flag straight off the bat, a brand as big as Revolve who can afford to have a secondary like Coachella event, which would have cost so much money, like just hiring the venue in that sort of perimeter of Coachella at the time of Coachella would have cost crazy money. Like we know Revolve's got crazy money. We know that that's a fact. So the fact that a brand of that caliber are inviting influencers to an event, getting them to sign contracts to produce content and what they're giving them in return is not cash money, it's credit. That is wild. Like I know obviously a lot of influencers like they agreed to it. Like there was a ton of influencers there. They signed the contracts. They said they were happy with it. But for me I'm like surely your standard your standard is on the floor. Like if someone's asking you to produce content, if it was any other brand, you'd be like, okay, you need to pay me then. But because it's Revolve, apparently a £2,000 clothing credit is fine, (laughs) which is honestly bizarre. Like if you take it out of the context of it being Revolve and it being Coachella, like I'm sorry, but influencers would never agree to that deal. If I went to an influencer now and was like, I want you to post this, 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 and this, here's the contract and you get a £2,000 credit for the brand, they would laugh in my face. Like I would laugh at myself because I would be embarrassed. Like, yeah. So there was that. And then I think there was also another option, which I've heard floating around. So this may, may or not, this may or may not be true. I don't know, but you could actually pay to go, but you would buy the £2,000 credit on revolve so like you'd basically be like buying a gift card for like two thousand pounds but it meant that you could go to revolve first so again weird so weird like the setup is weird but then i think a lot of like smaller influencers who are obviously like desperate to get into like the revolve crowd because obviously as i said they're such a big brand kim kardashian's there jack harlow's there whatever whatever they would almost like maybe see it as an investment to be like to buy the ticket like to buy their way in because like to be seen there 
like I can see why people would want to do that but at the same time going back to my point earlier there are so many influences there like does it even matter that you're there probably not and also because you're, you haven't been invited by the brand you're not being paid to be there you're basically just like a regular schmegular person anyway like you don't get influencer treatment there's no vip treatment but you've paid like two thousand pounds to be there to be seen to be there chaos anyway this is all just so fascinating to me and the fact that like influencers flock to it as well so from what I have heard on the grapevine the capacity was like 2,500 which I said earlier I think the amount of tickets sold averaged around uh, 5,500 so they were way over capacity so I saw someone like moaning about this because they were over capacity however with this style event where it's dropping throughout the day like I would say that that is acceptable because you're not expecting all 5,500 people to turn up at once like there's going to be a steady flow throughout the day and yeah it's not like yeah if you only invited 2,500 people because it's drop in and out the event would be dead all day is what I'm saying so they've over invited fine so part of the I've not even got into the good bit yet (laughs) so um part of the thing with Revolve Fest because as I said before it's not in Coachella is that they were providing shuttle buses from Revolve to the main festival in Coachella so something that we found out and was blatantly obvious this year was that travel in and out of the festival and in and out of the desert was an absolute nightmare like people were saying like they had to walk for like 45 minutes to get in you couldn't get an uber at the end of the night like people are literally going up to ubers and offering them cash to like try and get home um it's like the wild west so when you are thinking right okay i'm going to revolve you're making your plans for the day you're little miss influence you're making your plans you're thinking right I'm going to hit up Revolve first and then it'll be perfect because I can get a shuttle bus. My travel is sorted. Like my travel into Coachella is sorted. So two birds, one stone. Wrong. You are wrong. So the shuttle bus situation is where it all went tragically wrong. Um, Basically, there was too many people not enough buses the buses weren't coming regularly enough um people were getting stuck in the sun with no water i think someone was saying that they had to wait for a bus for like three hours there was like videos going around on tiktok of people trying to get on the bus and it's literally like um influencer mad max like mad max the film but like influencer version so you've literally got them trying to get on the bus and they're going but i've got five hundred thousand followers and then someone else is like but i've got two million followers i should get on first like chaos chaos ensues so (laughs) yeah you've got that whole situation going on and then you've got people it gets worse you've got people then likening it to firefest which was the festival which was basically like sold to insanely rich people and when they turned up they gave them like a bread and cheese sandwich um so yeah it was very like first world problems but at the same time like just extremely crazy to watch um because honestly I've not actually seen an influence event go this badly before so publicly on such a big scale like it was so bad um and then because that happened on day one people were then like not really inclined to go on like day two and day three because they knew like the bus situation like they'd seen the chaos of the day before it then meant that a lot of influencers actually arrived at Coachella too late to even get in so their day one was gone 
So if they hadn't been brought there by a brand and they paid for the ticket for Coachella themselves, like they've just wasted a day because they went to Revolve Fest and Revolve's shuttle buses didn't work. Can you imagine? Well, I can imagine. Like these things happen all the time, but you know, to Little Miss Influencer, it's not, it's not ideal. Um, and I say Little Miss Influencer, not in a condescending way. I'm just saying like, it's an influencer we're talking about, not like a regular person. And I know that sounds so awkward, but it's just the only way to describe it. Um, so yeah, my thoughts, my thoughts, my thoughts on Revolve Fest, like obviously super interesting to watch from a PR because I'm like, hmm, okay, uh, is Revolve going to be okay after this? Like, are they going to see like, as a slide in sales like are they going to get a ton of sales because even though it was bad PR everybody's talking about Revolve um so Revolve is kind of known as like you know they're not really like size inclusive their clothes are super overpriced for what it is like they're not sustainable they don't have anything they have no business basically charging what they do but hey ho um and they are like the ultimate like influencer brand to work with like every influencer wants to work with Revolve pretty much it's kind of like pretty little thing 10 years ago um so yeah I mean for me like if I was an influencer I would just be miffed at the fact like I would just be miffed in general but the fact that obviously that Kim Kardashian paid promo like that would have cost so much money could they not have just paid the influencers to be there because like if you're asking them to go there because it wasn't like oh just come and enjoy it was like come and post 10 pieces of content like the amount of content they had to produce was crazy like super high so if you want them to come work create content promote your clothes promote your brand surely you should be paying them to be there like the fact that they turned up and they weren't being paid is honestly wild to me and the fact that so many of them thought that that deal was okay is wild like obviously I can see them thinking like oh you know if I go and like I get associated with the revolve like it'll be really good yeah but I also don't think like people will do that next year because they'll be like do you know what if you want me to create 20 pieces of content you need to pay me to be there because if you can afford Kim Kardashian standing in front of the revolve sign the fact that you're not paying influencers to be there is a bit of a piss take like you're literally laughing at influencers in the face um also I heard there was like no food and drink there. Weird, weird. And then there was this huge like, as I was kind of mentioning earlier, like the kind of like Hunger Games, like hierarchy. So like the elite, the elites, um, the elite influencers who like have that ongoing relationship with Revolve, they were in like the VIP area where they could like party and drink and stuff. And then everybody else was just like left to the dirt. It's just wild. It's honestly wild. So yeah, coming back to my original point about like in-person events, like when you look at this Revolve Fest thing, like how much the market has changed sort of post-COVID is crazy. And obviously like, yeah, Revolve didn't do themselves any favors. They didn't do a good job. Like the event was not good. The way that they treated influencers just shows that they have not cared in the world for them really like they just want the promo and that's it um they're not even treating them correctly um yeah I just really think that in-person events of this scale are really really changing and that kind of coming back to the whole celebrity thing they just wanted to go there with their friends and enjoy and they weren't treating it as a PR 
opportunity anymore like they weren't trying to get on like the youtube rundown like best dress list they weren't trying to be featured by vogue they were just there to chill and enjoy the music for the festival for what it is because it is a music festival but yeah it was interesting to watch um yeah it it on reflection i think coachella now has a very very different vibe after this year and it'll be interesting to see how they recover and evolve for next year um because it was weird like it was giving weird vibes um and also whether influencers will choose to go moving forward because for those who are not brought by brands yeah okay they want to be seen at Coachella but did their content even do well because like I'm not interested in watching like get ready with me for Coachella like not really um I would have a few years ago but not now um not after like the craziness so It'll be interesting to see if like people choose to go or not next year, um, if brands choose to go or not next year. Um, it'll also be really interesting to see the impact of what actually happened at the festival, like how this kind of unfolds and unfolds, <laughs> unfolds. I was trying to say unfolds and revolve at the same time, um, unfolds with the revolve situation, like how that has an impact. Like they're so huge, they probably won't have an impact at all. But it's just interesting to watch. I think from like an industry kind of like. Ex- perspective um because it's just like when influencer marketing backfires right um and then yeah how it kind of trickles down into the the rest of the world and how brands treat influencer marketing now that the it's so oversaturated and people are not really like obsessing over their favorite influencers anymore because there's so many of them and the whole influencer culture around Coachella honestly was a little bit embarrassing. Like seeing people turn up to a music festival in the desert in full leather just because they wanted to turn a look felt uncomfortable as a viewer because you were like, I know you're uncomfortable and this is weird. And as a viewer or like a follower or a normal person, you're kind of looking at that person thinking, oh, this is uncomfortable. Like it's not inspiring anymore because we know that you're then squeaking around the music festival in your entire leather outfit, like sweating it in like 90 Fahrenheit heat. Like I think us as the followers have this like next level of awareness of what that would actually look like in person. And it's strange. Um, So we kind of like, we're not going to jump to buy the product because we're busy kind of like being embarrassed. Um yeah like there was don't get me wrong there was a few like absolutely like iconic looks that were so good um and were so like on point for the event but there were so many outfits that were like what is happening like I'm so confused like I saw somebody on my um my feed literally wearing like a ball gown and I was like I'm confused like I'm really confused stop it Um, So yeah, it's kind of like what I was saying earlier, where kind of influencers and the Instagram era kind of like was gatekeeping what the festival was actually like. And now we have that next level of awareness. We kind of are looking at it from a different angle. So it's not like, oh my God, that picture by the Ferris wheel is incredible in that ball gown. It's like, why is that ball gown there? You know? 
it's just a different angle and I think that's super interesting and that's going to filter down into all of the decisions brands make for influencer marketing and where they put their spend and what they choose to do I'm just really interested to see what the next move is in terms of big brands because brand trips are clearly not it anymore like these big style events are not it anymore so what is going to be it like I, th- I feel like we're in the middle of a kind of influencer marketing evolution and that is why it's super interesting to talk about um so yeah that was my kind of like hot take on um Coachella love that um will I be going next year no um I just really don't think it's for me like I also saw that as well a lot of influencers being like I would never usually go to this type of thing because it's not for me and it's like okay well that's awkward <laughs> like because you can just feel that pain um yeah weird whole thing was weird um but super interesting so yeah I hope you've enjoyed this episode if you have any thoughts of course as always head over to the PR department podcast on Instagram and let me know what you think um and yeah I will see you in the next one bye <laughs>